This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today. Bet 100 to get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions do apply. And we're also brought to you by the SGPN's Big Game Squares Contest, a $1,000 prize pool, and completely free to enter. Let's go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash squares to enter today. All right, DJs, welcome back for the Pebble Beach DFS show. It's your boy, Boston Capital with the God of Golf himself, Steve Shermer. Steve, how excited are we for this? Oh, I'm thrilled. I, I, I got even more excited as I went down the uh, DFS board. I'm like, oh, oh, it really drops off uh, after $9,500. It's bad. It is bad, but you know what? I mean, Jack Nicholas used to say, um, you know, he could always weed out the field when he comes to a really hard golf tournament because people would complain. He'd be in the locker room. They'd bitch and moan and stuff. And I kind of feel like it's a little bit like this week. I'm trying to keep optimistic about this shit field. uh, And then maybe if I try to have a positive attitude, maybe either the gambling gods will reward me or maybe I'll just do a little better in DFS this week because everybody else is basically complaining like I do. Yeah, that's fair. It's I'll be curious to see where the ownership goes to um, on some of these plays. We can, we can get into that. Um, oh, I mean, you want you want to touch on anything that we talked about already? Anything outside of that? You just want to jump into the tism? I don't think so. I mean, I I think we did a pretty thorough job beating up the golf course yesterday. Um, yep. <laughs> you know, I I want to apologize for the video and audio quality uh, for yesterday's show. Hopefully, it's fixed. Uh, it kind of crapped on me for the uh, show. Looks today. good now. Looks good now. It it is. So you know, we'll knock on wood. And then we're probably going to zoom through this just in case uh, everything goes to shit again. So, uh, but no, I, zoom through it because it's a garbage, it's a garbage field anyway. So well, I mean, I, I guess um, why, why don't I ask? The, I guess we, this is kind of like a topic about the ten thousand dollars section, sure. and this is kind of a long trend that I've been talking about for the past couple of weeks. Uh, that basically the top of the board has been doing very well. Yeah. So, so if you look at the last two weeks, Amex, pretty much every big name didn't bomb out. I think the worst one was like Cam Young and like T26, which was well, 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 fucking Zalatoris. No, 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 no. Amex, buddy. Oh, Amex. Sorry. Amex. Sorry, sorry, yes. sorry. It's okay. I, Trigger, I know you're triggered, really, triggered. really triggered about what happened last week. I'll get to him. But at Amex, you had what? John Rob Wynn, Scheffler was top 10. You had um, Xander, Xander Tom Kim. Yeah. Uh, Cantlay had a good Sunday with a T26 finish. Like, I know that's disappointing, but it's yeah. in DFS. You can recover from that. Right. And then look at last week, pretty much every top name yeah. was big. So I guess this leads us to the $10,000 conversation. You got Jordan speed, the 10, six, you got Victor Hovland, 10, three, Matthew Fitzpatrick, 10, one, Tom Hoagie, $10,000. And they're all popular. Yeah. I know. So I guess what I'm thinking about is squeezing two of these guys in there. What do you think? Oh, I mean, you're going to have to fucking sell me on some fucking guys on the 6K to make that okay. work. All right. Holy well, shit. let's take, because I, I think looking at these guys, like, you know, la- what last week was John Rom with a very yeah. top heavy field of like Finau and yeah. Sander, all those guys. He was what? 11, six. He's 11, six. Yeah. Yeah. And we're looking at essentially three really premium players and no offense to Tom Hoagie. I think you're a really nice player. <laughs> I, I think you're a step below that. 
Yeah. There's only a five hundred dollar difference between him and Hoagie, and there's only a two hundred dollar difference between Hoagie and Hovland. Like I think Hovland, yeah, it's worth more than that. So I, I guess if I told you you could have Hovland and Fitzpatrick, and then you'd have seventy four hundred dollars per player to play with, does that interest you? Yeah, I guess, but I, yeah. So I think about that. So. Because there's like two seventy five hundred dollars guys who can get down to like losing like seventy two and a half. Yeah, with two players to go. I mean, so yeah. I mean, whatever. They're all fucking bums down here, right? So like, I mean, what the hell is the difference between the seventy four hundred and the seven thousand dollar player this week? Fucking zilch. Yeah, probably. I mean, I don't really see a big difference between like Bo Hostler and Peter Malnati. I think both of them no. have basically the same range of outcomes this week. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you can make it work. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of corn fairy guys who are kind of lower, like, you know, like a Ben Taylor, or Kevin, Yu. like they look really good in the stats. They've been, you know, they've made a little bit of noise uh, so far this year. You could justify with that. Yeah. And actually, if you do it, you know, maybe if you do like a Peter Malati, like a high six guy, um, there is a chance that you might be able to squeeze in our guy in the eights. So I, I think I actually like going yeah. with two guys. I'm going to play around with that. They can play around that. And so, so I guess it just, just the 10K range. So, like, what are, you, what are we doing with Jordan this week? I mean, I, I think I mean, last obviously. year um, he came in kind of slumping too. And then it was just, all right, just had faith in Jordan Smith at this golf course. And it kind of yeah. just turned around his game. That, that's why I bet him last year. I think it, I mean, in fact, the last year, I think his number was 25 to 1. It was, yeah. Four, which is it was in the 20s. So, just, yeah, let's just pull it back up. So, what the fuck was his last year? So, the third throw players. Yeah, he, he was not doing well coming in. Why can't I find? Oh, there's Pebble. Yeah. Well, no, he was a, he had missed a cut at the Farmers. Yeah. 21 at the century, 18 at CJ. All right. So 21st of century is bad. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's right. 18 at the CJ, also bad. 20. But that was also, that was last year, though. Yeah. yeah no. So I'm, I'm just saying, like, the form leading in. Okay. Right. So it wasn't, wasn't as bad. Huh? I don't know. I feel like he's been lost for like, couple months at this point. Okay. All right. Well, let's play devil's advocate with him. He was first round leader at the Sony. If he doesn't blow up on Friday, <sighs> I mean, we're probably all hot for Trapper Speed this week. Yeah, no, no, you're right. I mean, but that, I mean, that there is a reason for concern because he blew the fuck up. You know what I mean? So, I mean, that's really what it is, right? So, like, horses for courses type shit versus versus the play he's in right now um, or the form he's in right now. I I don't know what I'm going to do with him yet. I'm certainly not fucking betting him at eight to one. No. Um, his top 20 number. Actually, wasn't bad, I don't think. Unfortunately, we'll talk about that tomorrow. You're gonna be mad at what uh, some of them are available to me. No, I'm sure I will. I'm always mad. Well, it's in so, the Discord if you happens. really want to just get mad after the show. I don't have any sports to yell at tonight. I'm just gonna not. I'm not gonna get mad tonight. Okay. I'm gonna watch. Right. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch some TV. Just relax. Okay. All right. Um, besides Spieth and Squirreliness uh, and Hovland Fitzpatrick, I guess who's your favorite of the three? I guess Hovland by default because I hate Fitzpatrick. I know he's a good, like, he should be good. But when was the last time he fucking played? Uh, he played Century. Yeah. Same so, thing with Hovland. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I'll go with Hovland. The, around the green shit scares me a little bit with him, but I know you told me he won the U.S. Amateur here. He's done some good things here. And I mean, he's so good with his fucking irons that, you know, and it's a different type of rough, right? I feel like this type of rough he's okay with. It's the like the it's the ones where they like shave it down and it gets rolls off into a collection area. I feel like that's where he gets to a shit ton of trouble. What do you think about like the bunkers? Is he gonna have problems with the bunkers here? Um, I mean he can. Uh, I've seen him personally have trouble with the bunkers. I remember when he was an amateur, 
Um, oh no, no, I know. I, yeah, he's not great out of the bunkers right now. So I'm saying, like, how, like how in play are these bunkers? He's going to do two days at Pebble if he makes the cut. So what, I, what I'm saying is, I remember specifically. I'm trying to do an anecdote about what I've seen with him. Oh, sorry. In 2019, sorry. he was doing very well tee to green, and then he ended a bunker on the 14th of par five. He took three shots to get out. Oof. Yeah. Now, what if I told you though that over his last 12 rounds, Victor Hovland is getting 0.4 strokes per round around the green? Pretty solid. It's a huge it's pretty solid. That's like that's that's like getting like uh well back in the day when you get like an even performance from Keegan on the on the greens. That's a fucking win. And actually over his last fifty rounds, he's only losing 0.03. So he's basically just field average now. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Now I don't know because they don't track like and separate bunkers or not. Yeah. So I don't know if it's just okay, maybe just chip it off tight lies. Maybe it's been the deep rough. I don't know. But I do know that listen, he's won the US amateur here. He Came T12 as an amateur. I think he was T38 back in 2020, but most of that week was because he was a he didn't putt very well on the POA. If you look at his last couple of results on POA, they've been very good. Yeah. So now that you add that to it, like I, I think of the three, Fitzpatrick, Spieth, and Hovland, I think I like Hovland the best, but honestly, I don't have a problem with all three. And I, th- I, yeah. I think trying to jam in two or three in your DFS lineup and then uh, try to make things work with some you know low popular guys, I think that's a good play this week. Yeah, well, this I like it. I'll probably mess around with it and see see what I can get. Okay, I'll right. build on that. But yeah, I mean, I, you just can't ignore fucking Spieth's course record here. It's of course history here. It's fucking insane. Yeah, I mean, and and his price is relative to everybody else. Yeah, it's perfectly reasonable. I I, I think I mean I, if I was really going to base this with this entire field and how it is, I think Spieth, Hoblin, and Fitzpatrick should be like close to eleven, and then Hoagie at like ten. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, th- dude, think about it. He's fucking. He's twelve hundred dollars more expensive than Matt Kuchar. Get the fuck out of yeah. here! <laughs> yeah, he's nine hundred dollars more expensive than Andrew Putnam, who I like this week. Yeah, I don't but mind Andrew that. Putnam, Jordan Spieth. Yeah, yeah, so awesome. All right, why don't we take a break and then we'll uh, now we'll start breaking down uh, the rest of this crap field. Oh, God. All right. Well, listen, the WinBet is the official online sports book of the Sports Gaming Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there are tons of ways to win, including live betting and same game parlays, aka Win. Bets builds your own bet. The big game is here, and WinBet has you covered. Great pro. Those odds and payouts are happening right now. WinBet, ready to play. You sign up today to receive a special offer. You bet 100 bucks, you get 100 bucks. It is limited to state availability. And of course, if you hit the longest, or if you hit the biggest long shot, finally of the week, you get a $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from. All you got to do is head over to sportsgamingpodcast.com slash WinBet so they know that we sent you that sportsgamingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N. BET offer is subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or somebody know has a game phone call, 100 522 4700. All right, all right, now it's gonna be fun. 9,000 hour range. Um, I'm gonna throw it to you. Yeah, that's fine. So, the Seamus Power sandwiched between all the popular guys. Yeah, so but, I guess I and I know you like him, so why don't you talk about him right now? How you well, feel? Well, I did like him. He's fucking so bold, man. Well, like, ignore, I well, ignore that. I can't. It's it's impossible. You you, you have to factor that in. It's but ridiculous. he can still have a good finish. Okay, maybe I don't know. Fine. Yeah, listen. He, he's great around the green. Obviously, um, he played well here last year. Um, I, which course did he fuck up on? He fucked up on like the Monterey Spyglass Monterey. Monterey. And uh, yeah, man. I think he's. I mean, he's a solid player. He played over in Dubai. What did he get? A top twenty over there? Yeah, he actually hit the ball great. He gained eight yeah. strokes tee to green that week. Yeah, so I mean, and he's okay on Poa, um, and he is like to me in my brain, right? Like he's a much better player than 
or he has more win equity than like Mav McNeely and Putnam, like the guys who just don't fucking win. Right. I know this is DFS, but, but still, you know what I mean? Like that first place makes a difference, but he's like I said, like I was literally the, the first bet I put in on Monday morning. Uh, cause the odds actually came up before noon and I could get a decent number. And of course it gets smoked. Uh, but you know, whatever I, I like, I like Seamus, man. I mean, with the talent in this field, like he's, I mean, he's on par with Tom Hoagie. I mean, obviously Hoagie's a much better wedge player. And that's the only thing that kind of worries me about uh, Seamus, but he's done well here. He does well at shorter courses, even if he's not good with his wedges. So I don't know, like I'm fine with Seamus. I like, I like McNeely too. God, so bad. I know. Oh, pain you. It does. I like it. He's so he's so good. He's such a good putter, man. Like, and and he puts really well on Poe. He's got a good course history. Yeah, um, he's played he played okay uh, at Famous. Like, whatever. Like, good little good little tune up, right? So I like him. I don't like Rose. Um, I've never played Cooch ever. Uh, even though Cooch, even though Cooch would probably be good here in theory, right? Cooch is actually very good here in theory, but in practice, not quite as much. Yeah, yeah, and then Denny McCarthy. Keith Mitchell and Joel Damon. I think that's just like an ownership play there. Like McCarthy's super low on. That, that's not going to stay like that. He's a fucking DFS darling. Keith Mitchell's a stud off. The and surprisingly, what he got a T15 here last year. He's got a pretty decent course history here. And I would have, you know, because of so much of the off the tee is negated, I figured he wouldn't be as good. Like, oh, Keith Mitchell? Window. Yeah. So, he, so that's the only good finish pretty much on Poa he's ever had. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So if you look at his results, so the T12, other than that, though, his results on the West Coast in California uh, is pretty dodgy. So yeah, T12, and then I count only two other made cuts in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13 events. So four out of 13 cuts in California. Yeah, it's not great. I like Damon. I figured, I figured he'd be more popular than he is. Uh, maybe it's because he's rusty as shit. And he just had a baby. People are a little scared. But, mm-hmm. I mean, in, like you said, in theory, this is, of course, it should definitely fit him. Um, if his ownership stays low, I, I don't hate it. I like da- I like Damon better than, than Mitch. But uh, I think I like McNeely the most. So gross. Okay. Um, so I mean, I, I kind of like Putnam this week. Okay. Um, you know, T Ford Sony. Yep. Uh what didn't he he missed the cut, I think, at Amex. No, no, he made the cut. T thirty six. T thirty okay, not bad. He's got the second place at Zozo. Uh yep. did really well here last year. Uh, you know, I mean his proximity numbers aren't all that good from under 150, 150. Yeah. but he hits a lot of greens in those from that range. He's one of the leaders in that category. And he puts so, like a champ on the ship. Yeah, and he's awesome putter. So I think yeah. that's a great recipe for success at this place. I like how he's been playing really well over the last kind of year or so. Yeah. Um, I think people might scoff like, oh, $9,700 Andrew Putnam, although the ownership is definitely not reflecting that. Uh, although it's it's less it's less of McNeely. Yep. Um, so maybe you will get a little bit of a break. I, I, I kind of like Andrew Putnam this week. Um, I th- I think <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I don't hate it. He's one of the losers that I was debating on fucking betting on. Um, it's just so hard to stomach some of these outright numbers, but it's so like it's funny. I don't care about DFS pricing because I just understand the field is what it is. Right? My brain just can't wrap my head around how bad, like fucking betting, <laughs> betting Mad McNeely at eighteen or seven into one. What? Okay. What? So gross. All right. Well, what, what do you think about what do you think about what do you think about the the lower half? 
The lower half? I mean, I, I, I think I agree with you on Joel Damon. I mean, he hasn't yeah. played, though, which is a little risky. Uh, and I wish we would get a little bit of more break on his ownership. Uh, I mean, it's not that high, though. No, it's not. So, you know, I mean, that, that might be okay. I mean, like, in theory, again, pretty accurate. Really good with the short irons. Um, doesn't have a great history putting on POA, but he did fine here, I think, last year. He's yeah. got a good history here. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I can never get there with McCarthy. I know there's the ownership with him. Yeah. I just, I can't, I, I look at these iron numbers and like, that's like the one thing, like if, if you read my article, like, like positive correlation of good iron play success here yeah. is the iron play and he's kind of defied it. And I never really want to be on yeah. that side, I guess. Makes that makes sense. So I don't know if I can stomach going to McCarthy. I think if I had to choose between old man Rose and old man Kuchar, cause honestly, they're kind of similar now. You know, they both kind of hit their shorter irons pretty good now. Uh, they both are pretty good putters. I think I might just go with the ownership in Kucher at 8% because last year, Rose did kind of a similar thing coming in. He was really good at Tory, and then he bombed out at AT&T Pebble. And I think yeah. actually looking at his results, uh, I think he's got like a T6 year like way long ago. But other than that U.S. Open at Pebble, like at the AT&T hasn't been all that good. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Uh, yeah. Okay. It, pl- yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so I think that's it. I mean, I, I like Seamus too. Uh, I, I like the ownership break with it. I like the fact he had a really good showing over in Dubai, had a week off to kind of get over here, collect himself. Yeah. Um, but honestly, if I'm probably, if I'm kind of liking the, you know, two guys in the tens, probably yeah, you're, not play, you're not playing anybody. In here. No, I'm skipping no. these guys. There's a few guys in the eights I like that. If you're actually yeah. creative with your lineup, you can fit one guy in the lower half. You go two guys in the lower half. So, yeah, yeah, I think I'm good at that. All right, well, you like the eights? Okay. Um, so I'm a little embarrassed. I guess not embarrassed. I've heard, I, I think I've seen his name bad around. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Thomas Dietrich this week. So the ownership doesn't look like it's too crazy. I know this is like like <sighs> cocaine for you, basically. I know. Okay. So bad. So Thomas Dietrich, T37 last week. He had a really bad Sunday, but yep. you know, he was kind of in the mix for a top 20 heading into Sunday. T26 at Annex, pretty respectable. Uh, you look at some of these shorter courses he played last fall. T15 at Mayakoba, second at Bermuda. Um, you know, T12 at Fortnite, a West Coast. It's a bent POA green, but they're mostly POA. They're mostly California, like that strain. So I know you can kind of do it on the West Coast here. Um, really good short iron numbers with their proximity. Good putter as well. Um, I like me some Thomas Dietrich this week. Um, yeah, I like him yeah. too. Um, Shocking, I know. I know. And <laughs> I mean, Alex Smalley is pretty popular. Um, I mean, I it's a... It's a num- It's his stat. He pops in the stats miles. He's been hitting the irons really, really good over the last couple of weeks. I think the concern about him is that uh, putting on Poa has never really been all that good for him. He's a southeastern guy. Yeah. So, you know, I, I I think that could be, and his course history. I think last year he didn't play very well. So that I don't know how I feel about it. The DFS play. There's some outright prices on him that might be a little more tempting as like you know like boom or bust. Yeah, uh, I think of the two, I think I probably prefer Dietrich. I think he fits a little more what I like uh, as far as the model, uh, especially with the short irons. He's been statistically a little better than Smalley in that category. Okay. I like it. What do you think about, so I like Taylor more. What do you think about more? I can never figure, I, I don't, 
I don't get. I, I don't get. Probably, I don't get the love. I don't. I don't get what people love about him. Well, I mean, if you take a look, like when he spikes, right? Like he does. He spikes. It poses best putting service. Now I don't know what the sample size is. I didn't think. Well, here's well, here's like I got him losing strokes on Poa. On so California, I, I, I have I have him losing strokes in oh, California. So that's the California. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, so look, when when he when he spikes, he spikes, right? And he's coming in good form. He came in eleventh at the Farmers. He gained almost nine strokes total, right? And most of it was uh, was two degree and approach. Okay. Um, I, I I understand the argument. I would also like to point out his short yeah. iron numbers are garbage. Oh, garbage. Garbage. I see it. I see it. And like I said, I might be a little biased, right? Because I got him on like the year-long fantasy team when he did well last week. But he, he played pretty he played decent in stretches uh during the summer. Uh, he did. Wyndham, Rocket, Barbasol, John Deere, gross. But I mean, whatever, man. And he's he's eighty one hundred and in a field like this. And he came in T sixteen here last year. I know. Right? He did. So what was his what was his form coming in last year at the Pebble? Uh 64th miscut, 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 miscut. So maybe so, maybe he's used up his good performance already. No, I'm saying like he he was in way worse form and still performed well here last. Okay, I I I think I I just I I note I think Taylor Moore is a pretty trendy name. I've never really been able to get around to the guy. Yeah, I I've never really seen a lot out of his game that really impresses me. I know he pops up every now and then. I don't know. Yeah, I I can't really think of definitive Taylor Moore moments over the last like. Year or so, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's just me. <laughs> that's fair. What about, what about so? This is a guy who just irritates me by how he looks, but EVR. So I actually kind of like EVR, yeah. Like, he, uh, like I, I it's so hard to root for him, and you know, he's gonna melt down on Sunday. Um, but hey, he looked good at the MX. Um, well, that's the thing. So he had he was battling injuries the second half of last year, took a little yeah. time off, and then he was a little rusty coming back. He played a couple of year or two where events didn't really all that great. And then randomly he has a what T six at Amex? Yeah. Short iron numbers on him are pretty good, at least proximity wise. Yeah, top 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 twenty five in the field. I think I could get behind EVR. His ownership isn't really crazy. AK? No. Sub ten. Yeah. yeah so that's actually the guy that if you go two guys of a ten, and then you go kind of dumpster dive in a little bit, you can fit a guy like EVR, or even your Taylor Moore if you really like to. You might have about eighty three hundred dollars left to play with. So, yeah, so, if, so if you like Taylor Moore, you like EVR, you can fit one of those guys with two guys above 10, and then you'll have to get a little ugly down at the bottom. But I don't think there's much of a difference between high sevens and high sixes this week. No, I agree. I, I mean, I would take, I mean, you could even take a guy like, especially jamming two tens, and you can go down and take like an Hama, um, mm-hmm. or even like a Lucas Glover, somebody who's got good course history here. Right. Who knows who knows the program. So, yeah, so let's, let's say, so I took, uh, I, I threw Knox in there at 7,500. You get Glover at sixty eight, and you get seventy three hundred still with two ten okay. k's, two ten k's, and an eight k. Okay. Uh, anything for Nick Taylor at all? Yeah. So I don't know, man. I feel like I feel like he's somebody who I get excited about and never get it right. Um, got caught at the Amex, did fine at the Sony. Um, he's good with his good with the proximity numbers. Uh, good around the green. His ownership's a little high. No, he's probably just a bad. Yeah. Good. Good bad with player. the score. Good with the scoring numbers too. He usually he, yeah, he's pretty he's good at converting from that range as well. Yeah, I'll, I'll just I'll just uh, I'll probably stick with a bet for him. Okay. All right. Seven thousand range. So oh, yeah, before, but yeah, before we do that, let's talk about the the, the squares that uh, that the boys got going on. The SGPN is giving away a thousand dollars in their big games. 
quiz contest is completely free to enter. All you need to do is follow the Sports Gaming Podcast Network on Spotify and give them a rating. Then go to sportsgamingpodcast.com slash squares to enter for your chance to win a free big game square. Do you have Spotify? I do have Spotify. That's my, that's my main podcast. Uh... So, like, I feel like I've... Yeah, I feel like I'm the only person in the world who doesn't use Spotify. Mm-hmm. So, I don't even have a... so when Apple changed to, they, they, they changed something about it and it made it really annoying to try and like find your podcast and like download them. So I left Apple. I went to Google Podcasts for a little bit and uh, it actually had problems uh, with our feed on SGPN. Yeah, I so I went to Spotify. And I've had no problems with Spotify at all. I, I love Spotify. Um, I think that's a great podcast medium to uh, consume our content or anything else on SGPN. <laughs> Maybe I'll have to download it. Yeah, it's pretty Because I, I like throw Pandora on at the house, and my kids are like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> yeah, it's got a good, like, if you're working on the computer, it's got a good desktop, uh, uh, like, uh, app, app too. It's really nice. nice. So, Word. All right, $7,000 range. Oh, I know, it's rough. So, Oh, actually, hold on. There's one guy I forgot. In the 8,000 hour. Ben Griffin. Popular. So popular. God, he fits a lot of stuff I'm looking for this week, though. So he's, he's, like, he's like another guy who I think about when John talked to me about my love for Justin Lauer. How many shots have you seen Ben Griffin fucking hit? A lot. He was in contention with Bermuda, and he actually did pretty well last week at Farmers for a little bit. For a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I mean, look, T- he also did T12 at Sony. Uh, T3 at Bermuda, T24 Sanderson, T16 Houston. Yeah. Guy's kind of been a top 40 yeah. machine. I've been making a lot of money up Ben Griffin. Yeah, uh, really, 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 really good short iron numbers. Um, the, I mean, it's very limited sample size on POA. The yeah. only POA. He's uber popular. I know he is. I think I'm more interested from a betting perspective than DFS, but that's a guy that I actually think is going to be pretty good this week. I mean, I, I I don't see much of a difference between a this field and the Bermuda Championship field, because adding basically Hovland, Fitzpatrick, and Speed to this mix, it's basically the Bermuda. And quite honestly, I don't really see much of a difference between like some of these golf courses and what they offer and what's offered the Bermuda, other than yeah. a change in grass. No. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, Seven thousand hour range. So. Brendan Todd's popular in DFS. I can no, get he's behind. not, is he? He is. Because he's, oh, yeah, he is. Look at that. He is. Yeah, I know. He's got a lot of things you're looking for, though. Oh, yeah. Um, good course know, history. Good, yep. Decent course history. Now, a lot of his... What's funny about him is that all his bad course history was when he went and just a shitter and he was going to be a pizza boy. Not pizza boy. That's disrespectful. He was going <laughs> to own a pizza franchise. I'm sorry, Brendan Todd. <laughs> you got a little more money in class than that. Uh, but most of his bad history at Pebble is when he was going to go buy a franchise. Every time, every whenever he's been kind of on, like in his game is in point, he's posted a lot of respect, respectable finishes. Yeah. So listen, I, I he's a name. He's a boring name, but I kind of like him. Uh, I like Robbie Shelton too. Um, so last week, what did he do last week? Uh, it did. I don't think it went well for him because it's you know it's Tory Pines. Not a golf course I'm expecting Robbie Sheldon to do very well. I and mean, he still made the cut. T6 at Amex, T10 at RSM, T23 at Bermuda, T15 Shriners, T21 Fortnite. Like all those yeah, types of all the short like, courses. Yeah, all yeah. those shorter golf courses he's done very well at. Um, you know, good short iron numbers, good around the green. His iron numbers overall have been pretty good. I like me some Robbie Shelton this week. Uh, that's really the only guys in the high sevens I kind of like, though. Um 
everything else is kind of uninspiring to me. So, yeah, I'm writing Robbie Shelton down. I'm going to have to dig into that one a little bit. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't like anybody up top. Um, I mean, I guess over 7,500. I'm interested in going back to Lanto again. Um, a lot of people are. Yeah, I know. So I don't know about DFS. Maybe not DFS, but yeah, man. I mean, he looked pretty solid last week up until Sunday. Yeah. Um, good courses are here, obviously. Uh, so yeah, I think Lanto is a solid play, but I don't know about 15% Lanto. That seems a little fucking. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the one thing about Lanto is uh, he's a little better from longer range than shorter range, but good yeah. putter on POA historically. And I, I, mean, I, I mean, I think I think he's a better player than like Ryan Paul, SH Kim, SH Kim, or right. even Webb Simpson now. Like, so I got him. I got him as 16th from 125 to 150. Okay. I, I think it's just the last 24, and how long ago those 24 rounds are? Yeah, see, I, I go I like go a down. year or two years. Yeah, I know. I know. Okay. So what about Knox, dude? What the fuck do we do with Knox? He always pops, always looks like he's going to do something, and then he T25s or T50s. I mean, what's his ownership? Usually 14, 14%. More, usually the more popular Russell Knox is. Yeah. And, and that, by the way, I'm stealing this from uh, Jeff Nagel because he's always been on this. Uh, Chalk mm-hmm. Knox never really works. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going back to Higo after he burned me in that fucking matchup. He, he was playing fine until fucking Sunday, and then he just blew up. He was. He was, and then he started hitting the canyons. Oh, God, what a dick. <laughs> um, um, let's see. How about Grayson Sig? You got anything for him? I kind of I like Grayson Sig. I like Sig just because like he's he's decent with his 150 and in. Um, now, I don't know if I have the POA right in here, but it's top 10 on POA putting. I don't know how many rounds that counts in here um, or if it mixes in the wrong mixes in the wrong type of POA. Um, yeah. So let me just give everybody what I'm doing for POA. I'm doing Pebble. I'm doing Tori. I throw in Silverado, even though it's bent POA mix, but it's, it's More mostly POA. it's kind of mostly POA now. They haven't really done a good job maintaining those greens. Um not great uh, putting numbers. He's lost three of five wow. with it. But I think just overall, if you look at his profile, pretty good from short range. Yeah, it's still is kind of a small sample size, and he's never missed a cut over in California. Hmm, that's interesting. Yep. All right. Yeah, so I mean, I'm fine with him. I, I like to play him anyway. I mean, down here, man, I mean, this is like where, like, make your stand-up pop. And, I mean, I guess if you're doing, you know, more than like one or three lineups, just start. Fucking bird, bird shot these guys down here. Let's see if you hit. You okay. I mean? Do you got any other names? I got a few more names. Do you got any more? Do you want to rattle off? No, I mean Lauer again. Like, yeah, it's my same fucking guys, man. It's funny to see Danny Willett price down here. It's just funny. Um, I feel like he should have a good history here. Does he have a good course history here? Uh, I don't know if he does, but he just did well at a uh, Fortnite uh, Silverado. Yeah, I, I don't have anything for him from 2018 on. I mean, um, so his last three starts of withdrawal, withdraw, cut. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's not great, Bob. Um, not, not I mean, Streelman, I guess, course, like horse, uh, course, horse for the course. Yeah, he's been bad, um, he's been bad, though. He's been bad, bad lately. Um, you always, you always been decent lately? Uh, Scott Piercy. Oh, I just, he's such a prick. It's Mr. QAnon. Himself. Yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't do it. Like it's like okay. betting on like guys who I hate. I just can't do it. I don't mind using Scott Pierce this week. I don't think his ownership is all that nuts either. Unlike unlike his his views on the world. <laughs> yes, unlike the state. Yeah, it's only about only about seven percent. I could get behind a little bit of Scott Pierce this week. 
Uh, yeah, I'm fine so- with it. Like, I guess, like, I won't do it, but I mean, I get why you do it. Okay. And then some other, like, listen, I got my little pool of corn fairy guys. Yeah. Talk uh, to me about some of them. All right. So, Kevin, you listen. Uh, <laughs> Weren't you cussing we, him? On- <laughs> we did. He, you were T23, and I just need you to finish in the top 40, cash some like two, plus 240. Uh, he shot, I think, 77 to finish T42. Okay. Listen, I understand. You're going to go up and down. Mostly, you've been very good to me uh, throughout most of the fall. I still see a lot of really good iron numbers from you. Uh, you can't put a lick. That's concerning. <laughs> but I trust your T to green. And I trust your short iron numbers. And it's 7300 bucks in this craft field. That's enough for me. Okay. Uh, ben Taylor, I think, unfortunately, you're pretty. You're a little too popular, I think. Yeah, he's talking. Week, I've, but, I've heard his name a bunch. Yeah, but you know what? Like, I mean, he... So I think what's going on with him is he did well, I think, at Sony, and then he missed the cut at Amex, missed the cut last week, but the two shot leg measured rounds he showed really well. Okay. So I'm not I, I'm not sure if he missed the number, missed on the number at Amex. I mean, I, know, I, know, I know yeah, I had no piece of them, so I have no idea. So I do know, I think if you look at well, I will say this about Ben Taylor. But I top twenty at Sanderson, sixth at Fortnite. Yeah, so guys like Ben Taylor, like, like, so take your Ben Griffins and your Ben Taylors. Yeah. Kind of comparable on paper. Why I prefer a Ben Griffin is that he's brand new in the PGA Tour. He's not a retread. Ben Taylor's a retread. Yeah. Now, that's not to say, like, that's yeah. a bad thing. Like, Max Homo was a retread, and look what he's done. So sometimes guys just figure it out, but with these guys who – lost their card and then came back. That's why it took me a little bit on Robbie Sheldon to kind of like, I was a little more patient with him before I was like, all right, this is actually maybe legit. Um, Ben Taylor still needs a little bit more of my trust, you know, to figure out was this, what he did was just kind of a hot streak or right. do you figure something out? Yeah. Or is he just kind of back to what he was? Yeah. That makes sense. So um, this is going to be really gross for me to say too. Okay. I might be coming around on Justin Suh. Okay. Uh, he makes cuts. That I I now what he does over the weekend is not awesome. It's kind of an Austin Smotherman impression <laughs> at this point. But the guy does have a lot of talent and he's making weekends and he's 7300 bucks. He's got good numbers on POA. I think he's a California yeah. guy too. The short iron numbers look pretty good on him. Damn, he gained he gained over four strokes putting last week. Yeah. So, and I don't think it's a fluke because he's from the area. Right. I, I I'm starting to come around on now. This is dangerous because when I come around a guy that I usually Just, hate, yeah. it, it burns me. But I might be starting to come around. I mean, I I think he might serve a purpose for you of just making a weekend. Yeah. Uh, and then Carl Yuan, really, really, really good numbers from under 150. Last couple of tournaments, he's been pretty bad. Um, I think he's due to make a cut though. So hold on. What do you, so he missed the cut bad, I think, last week. Yeah. Uh, what he at Amex, he missed a cut. T21 at Sony. I think he's due to make a cut. Okay. Although he missed three straight cuts in the fall. So <laughs> we'll see. I mean, let's see. Man, I mean, I'm not gonna shit on any pick down here unless yeah. Harry Higgs. What about your boy Austin Eckrode? No, dude. No, no. He's got good. Uh, his proximity numbers and scoring from under 175 is not terrible. I got him at 54th in the field from 125 to 150, uh, 125th around the green. 
screen. He's missed two straight cuts, three out of his last five. I'll pass. He's 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 really good off the tee, and yeah, no, no, I'm good. All right. All right. Dougie, what about yeah? What about Dougie Gim? He's missed nine thousand cuts in a row. No. Uh, All right. So, so Barhoff uh, obviously was supposed to be on tonight, and uh, he told me he bet Jimmy Walker. Um, he'll be on next week, by the way. Um, yes. I know I told you guys he'd be on. He'll be on next week. He thought it was tomorrow, and we didn't feel like doing back-to-back shows. So, <laughs> so we said, fuck it. Come on. Come on, Sue. No, that, that's not good for the numbies. No. So. And uh, and uh, it's not good for us either, fucking talking back for that goddamn long. It's not good for my marriage either. She's like, what are you fucking done? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he bet Jimmy Walker. I have no idea why. Uh, I mean, he played well, he played well last week. He's a former winner. Yeah, he's a dick, though. Once again, I'll, I'll just repeat a quick story. Me and Tommy walking through TPC. Tommy recognizes Jimmy Walker. The only fucking person on the property that would recognize Jimmy Walker and say something to Jimmy Walker. And he blew him the fuck off because it wasn't, it wasn't, he wasn't playing. He was, like, walking up by the clubhouse. He's like, oh, shit, this Jimmy Walker. What's up, man? And he just looked at him and gave him a look. Fuck Jimmy Walker. Fuck him. Yeah, and by Tommy, you mean your good buddy Tommy Fleetwood, right? <laughs> no. Yeah, no one knows who Tommy is. You, you, you got to get context. If you listen, if you listen long enough, then you know who fucking Tommy is. He's referenced constantly. Okay, all right. It's, it's his good buddy uh, who is a magician around the green. Yes, this is a fact. That is a stone cold <laughs> fact. All right, under seven thousand dollars. God, this is ugly. So, uh, all right. I don't mind Glover. I don't mind Glover. Okay. I don't. A horse for a course, like whatever. Like in his numbers, his numbers from one fifty in aren't that bad. No, they're. They're not. It should be. It's Lucas Glover. He's still a pretty good ball striker. Yeah. So whatever. Like, I'll, okay. Like so, so, oh my God. <laughs> oh, it's only one round. All right. Oh. Can I go over his stat line at Amex? Yeah. Good one. All right. So he gained four strokes on approach. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Lost 2.4 off the tee, lost <laughs> half a stroke around the green, and lost 0.9 putting in just one round, though. Yeah. So that yeah. is quite, that is quite the round. It's quite the round. That means he's it's what's crazy is so he probably put it like in a terrible position off the box and was able to like escape uh and get it close for the approach number for the that approach number. Yeah, or he hold out a couple times. Yeah. yeah, blast out of bounds. Yeah. I mean, last, whatever, dude. Yeah. These, these guys all suck. God, he he finished T three at St. Jude last at, at year. FedEx? <laughs> I just saw the, oh I just my God. the same thing. I was like, what? I was like, Wait, what? I don't remember that at all. Me either. Me either. <laughs> All right, who else? Who else you like down here? So who else like fucking star? Uh, gotta keep scrolling. Our boy Percy and Adam. Yes. Give, yes. Me some, give me some old men around here. Fucking Percy's really good around the green. He's actually surprisingly solid off the tee. He's not long, but he's accurate as fuck. Um, I wish his uh, proximity numbers were a little better. He got caught at the farmers, but he's got an okay course history. Yeah, here. but the far, the farmers isn't for Percy though. No, it's not. No, hell no. No, no that was just warm up to him sh- doing good this week. Yeah, I was like, can I, can I say I something else I too? I, I I go on this show and I say, guys, certain guys don't serve their PGA Tour card. No, Cam Percy can still play. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, he's had some good performances the last year and a half. That that dude can still do it. Dude, he top ten window and he almost right. first round leaded it. <laughs> I know. No, no, no. I, so I I don't want him to like think that like. I don't think he deserves a card. I think he still can hack it around here for sure. Like, like his numbers, yeah. his iron numbers are still really solid. Now they're kind of old, but listen, whenever right. he's showing up, like and taking advantage of having these sponsorship exemptions and getting the fields, he's actually done relatively well for a guy, you know, 6,700 bucks. That might be an afterthought. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I can definitely get behind a little bit of Cameron Percy. Yeah. Percy. Um, and, then, and then armor too. 
Oh, man. Yep. Like, same thing. Like, guy who just knows the course will get around. How many pro do you think he's fucking played in? He can withstand the pace of play. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, he knows what he's getting into. Yep. Um, yeah, so I like I like those two, and then under sixty five hundred, I'm gonna need you to help me because I don't think I like it. I mean, honestly, I don't think I have anybody under sixty five hundred bucks. Okay. That I really highlight on my sheet. Uh, I mean, some other guys who are just kind of like meh, whatever. Um, I mean, Austin Cook. I don't think his history here is all that great, but he kind of fits a little bit of what you're looking for. Decent iron numbers, at least relatively recently. Proximity numbers. Listen, they're all everyone down here. The scoring proximity numbers is mostly going to be kind of bad. He's not horrible. He's a decent putter on POA. He can fit. I mean, I, Austin Cook courses are kind of like these types of tracks. Um, I don't really mind that. Peter Malnati is pretty yeah. good on something like this. He finished T20 last week at Farmers, and he's a really good putter on POA. Uh, his short iron numbers historically are pretty good. He's pretty good around the green uh, for 6800 bucks. I think that's okay. We mentioned Brian Armour. Uh, ben Martin. He's been hitting his irons pretty good, you know, at least in the short term, his last 12 rounds. Uh, his proximity numbers from under 175 and under 150 over the last year has been pretty good as well. Now, he's not all great putter on POA, but listen, you got to find some stuff here. You're basically, yeah, dude, you got to find something down here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Harrison Endicott played pretty well, I think, at Amex a couple weeks ago, and he played really well at Bermuda. Again, I kind of yeah. mentioned that this is basically a Bermuda type field. On, I'm just going to be like, Kind of similar tracks where similar things are valued. So, you know, his proximity numbers this year under 175 have been really, really, really excellent. He's good around the green. Well, you're playing, you're playing Piercy. You want to play Grace and Murray? You can have like the douchebag team. You want to, you can stack them no, together. I, I, I'm, I'm good with uh, Grace and Murray. Um, he's, uh, he's, he's $400 too, uh, too expensive, I think, for me. So, uh, all right. How about one last fun thing? Right, what you got? If you had to play one celebrity in your DFS lineup, who would you play? Oh, hold on. I got to pull it back up. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Why so, do you already have? Do you already know who you who you who you were gonna fucking pick? I mean, Aaron Rodgers is a pretty good golfer. He is. He's not bad. Yeah. So according to his game handicap, he's two handicap. I don't believe any of that shit. By the way. Okay. I just don't All trust right. those stupid numbers. Okay. I know probably. How I many pictures probably do, do I? Rogers. How many pictures do I send you that I can't fucking find? Right, I think I'll do Roger. You know, California guy, probably pretty good on POA. Um, you know, decent handicap. I think I'd rather play uh, Aaron Rodgers in my lineup instead of Kevin Chapel. What about? <laughs> well, Fitz is a good golfer. Who? Larry Fitzgerald. Well, yeah, he's a. I think he's a handicap manipulator. But he's been pretty good here. He, so, so he he teams I think with Streelman every single year, and they clean up the pro am. Yeah, I know. I think his handicap's actually like a ten. Dude, this five. is a strange fucking list of fucking celebrities. Yeah, you got Josh Allen. You got I, who's is, a is Larry who's the cable a, guy here again? Who's a Lenium? What is that? I don't even know who no that idea. person is. Brett Bear is that the douchebag from Fox News? Yeah, actually, I passed by Brett Bear at uh, at the Masters. Did you? He, he walked right past me. He looks like uh he looks like a uh like a G.I. Joe. His head is very square. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I don't know who Gareth Bale is. Do you know who that is? Oh, a soccer player. Oh, he's 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 okay. pretty, pretty good golfer. What about Harris Barton? You know who that is? Harris Barton, no. Kira Dixon. Does she work for Golf Channel? I think mm-hmm. she does the interviews now. Thomas Keller. 
Uh, he's a chef, celebrity chef. Charlie Kelly? Like I just it's, no. that's fucking from Always Sunny. It's not a real like it's not a real person. It's no, is that Charlie, Charlie Day? Oh no, but his name in the show is Charlie Kelly. Oh, <laughs> okay. Um, and then I I know most of the rest of them. Lucas Nelson, I don't know who's that. Is it Willie Nelson's kid? Oh, I think it, I think going? it actually is. Makes sense because Scott Eastwood is playing as well. Okay. Um, Jake Owen, I don't know who the fuck that is. That's country singer. Schoolboy. I, I think Jake Owen is actually pretty good. Schoolboy Q. Who the fuck is that? Probably a rapper. Oh my god. Ben Rector. Is Chris Berman still in the field? That's what I need to know. Nah, he's no. not on this. So the, so the old heads, the old heads, it's Ray Romano, god. Buster Posey, Steve Young. Buster Darius Posey's Rector. not an old head. Oh, I, I meant, sorry, he was underneath Bill Murray. The, um, no, okay. but, but, it's so weird. I want, uh, so, wait, who I would bet on and who I'd want to play with? Okay. No, just, you'd have to put one of your DFS lineup. Actually, not even, I think probably Jake Owen is who I want to put in. He's a, he's, a, he's a stick. Who the fuck is Jake Owen? He's a, I think he's a country singer, but he's a pretty good golfer, though. Is Eric Church, he's a country singer, right? Yeah, I think so. I'm, I'd take Fitz. You want Fitzgerald? Okay. Yeah, I'll probably take Jake Owen on my team. All right. Um, who would you play with out of that list, though? Like, if you had to play in the program, who would you play with? God. Uh, is Timberlake in the field? He seemed no. like he'd be a good hang. No. So, all right. So, like, all right. You got Will Annette. He's He'd be good, I bet. Nate Bagazzi. I don't know if you know. Like, I don't know who that guy is. is. He's hilarious. Okay. Uh, Jason Bateman. That would be a yeah, all right, okay. Josh Dumal. Oh, Duhamel? Yeah. Yeah, whatever. What do you say? Um, Bill Murray, obviously. No, nah, I don't think I want to play with Bill Murray. I don't know, I, man. I, I, his, what, his, the stories, but the stories you would get to tell? like His stick. yeah, but he go. He knows he's the clown this weekend, yeah, and yeah. I think by the eighth hole, I'd be like, I'm over. Yeah, that's fair. You throwing your club, all that stuff. Like, I, I think I'm just, I'm good. Good. I, and you'd have to do that three straight days with him. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, then you got Alfonso Ribeiro. Nope. At you want to play, Col- play with Carlton? Again, he's the clown this week. Everyone wants to do the Carlton. He's serious. No, people are, he's going to do the Carlton after he makes a putt. You're going to do that at least once around. I don't want to be there for it. I'm going to be like, I'm good. Ray Romano. Ray Romano would be good. Yeah, Ray Romano's okay. He's kind of a crotchety old guy now. Yeah, that's why I enjoy the play okay. because I'm getting right. to watch the old guy. Um, you know, I think we spent more time with celebrities in the six thousand dollar range. <laughs> yeah, we probably did. <laughs> I think I play with Bargatze or Bateman. I think is who I play with. Okay. All right. Are any Patriots in the field? Is Steve Belichick in the field? No. Gross. Is Bill in the field? No, Bill's not in the fucking field. He played one year, didn't he? He played with. Um, I thought he played the uh, the celebrity, like the one in Tahoe. Maybe that's what it was. I thought yeah. I swore he played fucking Pebble because Brady and Brady and him played in Pebble, I believe, one year. He did, yeah. One year when we got eliminated, back when my team was good. It's not fucking good anymore. All right, all right. Do you want to save our hours for tomorrow, or do you want to go over them now? Not tomorrow. Okay. All right. How many do you have? I only got. I got three right now. Okay. But two very small because I still don't know if I'm gonna do what we talked about earlier. All right. I got seven, but Jesus I didn't Christ. bet on I didn't bet on anybody under thirty. Nobody under thirty? Nobody oh yeah, I guess because yeah, because so I, I mean so I, I bet I bet Seamus 
or 25. And actually, I only bet one then, guy under 50 this week. Really? Really. What happened to long shots? Don't fucking win, Steve. I, I'm going to be honest. I think everybody between 30 and 90 is the same. That's fair. Okay. Yeah, let's save it for tomorrow. Okay. All right, that's it then. All right, buddy. All right, well, tomorrow night uh, is just us, right? Uh, no, we got uh, Byron Ledecky at Monomaniacs coming up. Oh, nice, Byron. Nice, Byron's coming on. I think he just got nominated. I think he got nominated for, like, Golf Writer of the Year. Did he really? He did, man. Wow. I'm pretty fucking sure. All right, yeah, we're going to have to ask him about uh, that. Yeah. Um, that's right. I couldn't, it was so funny. I was, I was literally thinking about that while we were recording. I was like, did we fucking double book next week? Because we pushed bear off and i know we got uh pam on next week too yep um but yeah sweet man i fucking uh you got the uh the south african fucking coming on here yes the, we uh beautiful so uh yeah we can ask about his thoughts on evr this week oh that's a good point that's a good point i can, I can probably ask, got all the intel i can ask him if he's been if he's been to the one place i've been to in south africa see if he's been there um <laughs> and then uh yeah man uh other than that good show fucking 48 minutes on a pebble dfs 15 minutes was you know, celebrities, but whatever, it works. So uh, anyway, you know a way to, uh, to find us. Go check Steve's article out at sportsgamepodcast.com. Go find him and me sometimes in the Discord. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Boston underscore Capper. And uh, other than that, uh, let's fucking break DraftKings this week. Let's do that. How's that? Fuck. Oh.